I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I can't see any kind of benefit of having that constant self-critical bully following me around in my brain all the day, all, all day. Like, no. He's a real bitch. He's like, such a bitch. Like, <laughs> why are you such a bitch? Like, <laughs> like you ain't got to be like, like this. Fuck <laughs> off. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I'm joined by brilliant clinical psychologist, Instagram sensation, and author. It's Dr. Michaela Dunbar, everybody. Hello. Hi, gorgeous. How are you? I am very well, thank you. Very well. Oh, well, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. I know you're a very busy woman. I am of late. (laughs) (laughs) How so? How are you keeping all your like balls in the air, so to speak? Well, I've recently um, hired some new people. I have a team, a whole team. This is so oh, weird. Oh, girl, she's got a team. I've got a team. Can you imagine? <laughs> just of re- literally just in the last month, though, because yeah. between trying to still be a psychologist, but also run the Instagram page, the book that is just launched in April, trying to promote that. And also I've started the membership as well. It's been very, very full on. I've never worked this hard in my entire life. And at the moment, I'm being a bit of a jack of all trades, master of none. So I thought, let me get some people that are experts in their field. Do you, do you want to know, though? I literally just was on TikTok yesterday and honestly, so rapid, font of all my knowledge. But the, that, false, that full quote is jack of all trades, yeah. master of none. Right. But better that than master of one. Well, okay, it, that is a complete. Why, why do people leave that part out? It's so pivotal to its it entire really meaning. It changes the whole thing. Yeah, I know. And I'd be, I always say it. I'm like fucking jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, same. Like to bring myself down a little bit. But actually, if we said the full thing, would be giving ourselves the credit that we so deserve for really getting out there trying. That should have gone stuff. in the book. Even the fact that people pick out that part and leave off the other part. Very that's there's something in that. There it is. Yeah. It is. So exactly. So you are clearly branching out, doing loads of different things, and you need to give yourself a bit of credit for that, mate, because it's impressive. Thank you very much. Thank oh, you. Very, I do appreciate that. Yeah, welcome. I honestly, literally, just had a bit of a social media morning myself, like getting across all my TikToks and that, because I'm trying. I'm trying to be a TikToker as well. Yeah. Oh, go for it. And I just think social media in itself is a job. Uh, of course. This is why influencer <laughs> is a thing. I didn't realise this though. I'm like, yeah, I never had a personal Instagram. Mm. So I just got the the business page just to put out the information that I thought needed to be out there. But mm. my, 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 this algorithm, <gasps> you do all this work and nobody sees it. Then you're like, that's it. I'm going to sack it off completely. And then you're yeah. like, you get like some light. I, I love and hate. I think everybody says that there, isn't it? They love and yeah. hate social media. 
it's working for me at the moment though like I wouldn't I don't think I'd be on this show if I didn't start this page so well honestly it definitely caught it definitely caught our attention so for anyone who doesn't follow Michaela on Instagram it's at my easy therapy and what you do on there is basically just that right yeah literally I want to make the things that I talk about in my therapy room easily accessible there's a lot of jargon but really and truly, psychology is kind of, when you get to the nitty gritty of it, it's kind of just common sense, basic stuff. We're all kind of the same when we think about it. Um, and I think sometimes the language that's used yeah. and the price that comes with having a therapist keeps a lot of people out of therapy. Yeah. And it just waiting lists are crazy. So I just wanted to make sure that actually the stuff that I'm repeating day in, day out, as many people are getting access to, because it doesn't cost me anything. Mm. Like I don't have to pay for the Instagram page, do I? So just thought, why not? Like we can, I, I hope to support so many people just by them having a scroll through Instagram and seeing a positive page with tips and tricks about how to support their own mental health. And it seems like it's doing the, doing what it's set out to do, which is good. Mate, you're being modest. So I was literally having a look this morning. And so everybody who listens to this podcast, everyone who knows me knows that I am, in my own words, an absolute fanny. Um, I cry all the time, Michaela. So I'm being me. Life coach calls us an HSP, highly sensitive person. Oh, this is good. This is yeah. good. Yeah. Superpower. That's exactly what he says. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, I absolutely feel like you know what? I can tell when someone else is sad. I can help my friends through stuff. I feel like yeah, I feel like I'm yeah. in tune. But you know, some days where I just can't get anything done for crying, like it is. Yeah, it's yeah, a really yeah. hard I, one. It's so hard. I totally get it. But I was having a look on your Instagram and I was like, I just was in floods of tears straight away because everything, yeah. uh, the first post I read, and it was the one that Vi- Viola Davis. Can you believe Viola Davis? De- oh. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Viola Davis. What? I was absolutely, so honestly, like I, yeah. I went through this like chain of emotions for you. Like, I don't even know you. And I was like, fucking no, this for is, you. I'm so, do you know, and she's posted a few things as well. I and I've it. even... And it's probably a, a, a Instagram manager, but I've like been trying to talk to them in the chat, in the um, in the DMs. Like, yeah, you've got. I'm just like, what? You've got <laughs> <laughs> trying to force it. No, I think it's her because I I feel like, and if it isn't her, God, this is me being like I'm really romanticising it, yeah. But if it's not her, whoever is running it has a yeah. real, very in depth grasp of like, yeah, what of, of her brand and how absolutely, she seems, absolutely, I love it. So on point. So yeah, so that was the first one I read and it was about high functioning anxiety. Yes. And it it brought me to tears straight away. Wow. Just because it resonated with us so much. It was in really relatable language. Like you say, a lot of people are very intimidated by the the professional terms and stuff like that. And also just because I felt like that's that's fucking me and I didn't know. Yeah. And you can see from the comments as well, because I put that out that post before. Um, and you can see from the comments, I think people feel really validated. Yeah, you just, do. Just this, this is what it is, isn't it? Because you kind of get stuck in your head, especially if you're experiencing just anxiety in general. You you get stuck in your head. It can feel quite lonely. It feels kind of awkward to talk about it. So when you see something, you're like, oh, that's me. And then you see that other people are like, that's me too. Now we're a little gang. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not the only one, fine. You you feel, so like in my experience, whenever I'm, like whether it's, even if it's just like someone like me who has always felt like, you know, I know I'm really sensitive and stuff or like I know I'm prone to anxiety or like whatever, you you feel in some way broken. Like it's Mm. it's got, it it can only be you who feels Mm. like this. 
mm. and you're in some way different from everyone else or mm -hmm. in some way not as good like honestly you feel a bit like a broken toy yeah yeah, yeah yeah when you post those things like people seeing themselves like represented that way mm -hmm. and having how they feel explained in a medical clinical whatever way and seeing other people feel the same way like you say so validating yeah 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 <clears throat> and I think as I said you get stuck in your head and you make up stories and reasons about why you feel like this and you know why it's a problem and it can become bigger than it needs to be but actually I don't think I think anyone especially women that are doing new things as well like ambitious women you're always going to be doing something new so you're always going to be out of your depth a little bit but I find that's when the anxiety the overthinking the self-doubt that I'm not good enough gets ramped up massively and then we start backing out of things and that's the whole that is the main I would say reason for starting the page is I want people to say I want people to see it and think oh okay cool let's just stop me stop myself in my tracks yeah this is not just me I'm not defective I'm yeah. not broken this is a human thing and actually most importantly there is a way out of this like we don't have to feel like this every day the first thing is just seeing and acknowledging yeah. that there is something and then thinking about how we can you know rectify it sometimes people just automatically assume you have to go to pay loads of money for a therapist or people might even be um as you said intimidated by therapy or just the stigma around it but I want to make it that's why the posts are so bright and colorful yeah, it is a very aesthetically pleasing piece yeah <laughs> I try I tried to keep it as Chill, chilled out as chill as possible just so I'm not making it a big deal and not making it intimidating and I want people to say oh yeah that's me too and keep yeah. it quite light so then hopefully they might get an idea that actually not all therapy is scary not all therapy is gonna make you you know I feel like people feel like they might go to therapy and they're gonna crumble and never get put back together again or mm. be really worried about talking about deep dark things the way that I do therapy anyway is definitely not like that. We're getting the same results, but I don't think it needs to be as scary and as hard as I've heard it can be for some people. And I don't yeah. I don't want people to be put off at all. But you, you, I think your page definitely is breaking down that sort of stigma that therapy is scary, it's stuffy, it's some like old Fraser Crane type fella yeah, exactly, in a room. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You, you are definitely doing that. And of course, now you've got your, your book, you've yeah. got this. Yeah. Um, and right, so for anyone who hasn't got the book, tell her a little bit about that. So You've Got This Is My Labour of Love. Um, it is a book for... People, I would say, it is, I'm a woman. And the thing is, what I didn't say is that all of the things I talk about, I experience as well. And I have experienced. Yeah. So I, on a certain level, I do, it's going to show up differently, but I do get it. So the book was me talking about things like imposter syndrome, mm -hmm. anxiety, overthinking, people pleasing, all the things that can hold people back from stepping into their power, stepping into you know, the success that they are very capable of achieving. So all of these kind of things that I talk about a lot in my therapy room that I experience, I put that into the book with the tips and tricks about how to move past it. But also there's a lot of my experience in there, my experience of imposter syndrome. You know, before the Instagram page, I was working at the NHS. And yeah. that, I, as I said, I didn't even have an, a social media page. And that's because 
I didn't like to post pictures. Yeah. Even when I started the Instagram page, I didn't post a picture of myself until about six months in. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, but what, you know, what people are going to say when they see that it's me. So all of these kind of things going through my mind. It didn't stop me though. Mm. And, it, and it didn't stop the page from growing and it didn't stop all the lovely things that have happened since I started the page. But it's because I did the stuff that's in the book. Yeah. The stuff that I'm always talking to my clients about. And this is just, the book is a, just another way to get that little bit more in-depth information about the stuff that's already on my page. So if yeah. you're somebody that struggles with anxiety, you are ambitious, you want to do well in your life, but the, the inner critic, uh-huh. the inner critic oh. is very, very loud yeah. and you're going to have to get rid of it. This book is for you. So I feel like your book builds on everything you're already putting out there on your Instagram, obviously. And of course, it is designed to make women understand their power, really get everything they deserve out of life. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was proper shocked, mate. So I put on Instagram, like, we've got, like... We've got brilliant clinical psychologist, Dr. Michaela coming on. Um, I wanted to know, like, obviously I would have loved to have just used this hour as a one-on-one therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> very selfish little bug. Um, but, like, I, I would actually really love to try and help all my listeners too. So I was like, yeah. has anyone got any questions for her? And within the space of five minutes, mate, like, an overwhelming amount of questions oh, flew yeah. in. And like again, that I mean, I'm definitely due on my period, but that made me, it made me a little bit tearful because I was like, yeah. "We're we're all looking for help, absolutely, we're all in desperate need of help." Um, and the like the overarching question, like there's so many, and I will ask you a few later um, yeah. for for people, but it was predominantly anxiety based. Yeah. Why yeah. do you think, like, as a nation, as a society, we are struggling mm. so much with anxiety? I think the idea of um, I think the idea of success in Western society, anyway, can lead to a lot of stress. It's work, 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 sleep when you're dead. What do we have? We all have the same 24 hours in a day. Oh, God, actually... all of that bullshit that we get fucking towards me. That's just so toxic. All of that, so toxic, so toxic. Um, even down to the things that they class in school, like if you're good at maths and science and English, that means you're going to do amazingly. But that's just like one small part of six, what successful looks like, if anything. So then when we're not meeting the standards of whoever made the rules about what the standards of society are, we're going to feel some type of way about it. And there's nobody to tell you, actually, it's okay. Whatever you're good at, do that, lean into that. We yeah. grow up with even our parents, sometimes, and you know, there's no parent rule book. We just make it up as we go along. I say we as if I've got any kids, but you know, this is what I hear. <laughs> Word on the street. <laughs> so, exactly, literally that. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. <laughs> so um, you kind of grow up with parents who also have the same mentality about what success looks like. Get all your A's and B's and... And so you get a lot of, you know, if you're not if you're not hitting top marks in some families, then you get a little bit of a frown or you don't get as much positive reinforcement. But when you do really well academically, you get a lot of positive reinforcement. And as a child, you're a sponge. So you're like, OK, that means if I'm good academically and I do this, this, this or whatever else it is, I'm I'm winning. However, most of us are not going to be consistently getting A stars or nines or whatever it is now. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be doing that. We're not going to be the ideal version of what society thinks we should look like. That's another thing. But we're still getting these messages anyway. And when we're not meeting those criteria, mm. the inner critic, which is our brain, and this is absolutely fine because our brains are designed to look for problems and solve them in order to keep us alive. So right. if we yeah exactly this is where the anxiety comes from but then I do the thing sometimes my brain doesn't just look for them I think it fucking creates them oh oh is that so that is absolutely a thing yeah okay so your brain is super overprotective super overprotective oh Um, it cares it cares it does care just wish it shot in a different fucking way (laughs) But but this is the thing though when our brain tells us to do certain things or that we're not matching up to this the standard society sets we automatically, um, now that's a problem for us that we Mm. must solve. It's not a problem. Actually, whatever we're good at, whatever we look like, lean into that. This standard, this mold is bullshit. Like, (laughs) it's so bullshit. Even on Instagram, people are trying so hard to fit into this mold and they are miserable doing it. But nobody says that. And then we have lots of anxiety because the Good is no longer good enough. Yeah. And everybody can share and like and see what you're doing and rate you. So it's not just the teacher back in the day, the teachers and your parents mm. looking at your grades and rating and seeing how you're doing. It's the world, especially on millions social media. Of people online, yeah. Millions of people online judging, commenting, and you know the internet trolls, like they are in their element, at least this year anyway. So <laughs> my goodness. So it's it's I, I can't say that anxiety has increased from about 20 years ago or 30, 40 years ago. I don't know. I haven't done that research. But if it hasn't, I would be surprised yeah. um, for different reasons. So, and, and nobody, as I said before, nobody gets to talk about it. There's a lot of shame, especially yeah. with high functional anxiety, because you're still doing a lot. On yeah. the outside, you're very successful. Like you're running this and you're doing that and you're achieving this. And you kind of want to keep up that image that you have. So you don't tell people that you're struggling, which means that you struggle alone and you continue to struggle. And sometimes we continue to do things and behave in a way that maintains the anxiety. So I see a lot of people doing. We'll, we'll talk about that maybe a bit later, but... Um, I definitely I'm, I'm think I do happy. that. Oh, absolutely. Sorry, I don't even know what you do. No, no but... I don't, uh, well, <laughs> have anxiety by the sounds of things predominantly me. No, um, I, so I do loads of stuff, mate. I'm across loads of boards, podcaster, TV presenter, yeah. reality yeah. TV star, author. I have a fingers in lots of pies, mate. And um, I put loads of pressure on myself to try and constantly be better, you know, and improve and grow and all the rest of it. I'm a big fan of all mm-hmm. that. But yeah, like sometimes I'll say to my boyfriend, who bless, like I'm, I know for a fine fact, definitely has 
probably all of his own issues and stuff, but on, <laughs> yeah. across the board is like a very happy, well-adjusted man. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Yeah, yeah, I know. Fucking good for him. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any problems, do you? <laughs> um, no, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Oh, honestly, no one's perfect, but you know, yeah. Irfan's a very content man. Anyway, like some days I'll ring him and I'll be like, I can't leave the house. Like, I, yeah. I can't, I can't walk the dog. Like, yeah. I, I physically can't walk out. Or if I see someone or someone wants to talk or someone says this or someone recognises or, yeah. or what if Milo goes for another... Like, honestly, it, it gets to the point where I am so terrified to walk yeah. out the door and Erkan's like that. What? What are, you, what are you talking about? If you don't want to walk the dog that you just tell us, then I'm like, it's yeah. not, I'm not just trying to shirk my responsibilities. Like, I can't... I wouldn't be like, oh, I can't empty the dishwasher. I've got anxiety. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's I'm, a real thing. Yeah, like, it's leaving the house, mate. So... I think, and we got this really important question from someone mm. um, who sort of said, like, have you got any good ways to kind of, like, combat anxiety? Because according to her, it was, like, taking over our life. And I'm pretty much yeah. assuming whatever I'm suffering with is probably quite minimal on the scale. So yeah, I, I do feel like it would be a really great question for our listeners if you have some top tips. So I'm going to say the first thing is if you have access to, and I, um, I understand that most people won't, but if you have access to an NHS waiting list or therapy, like private therapy, then definitely it feels scary. But this is like the first fearless step, right? Being prepared to talk about your business. We don't like to talk about our business, our emotions and all of this kind of stuff. But actually, if you've got anxiety to the point where it's debilitating, so it's impacting your day-to-day -day life, then we need to do something about it because that's not standard. Standard. What standard is, is anxiety, feeling anxiety, of course, is standard because without anxiety we would all be dead you know it keeps us alive as part of our fight yeah. it's the truth it keeps us alive as part of our fight or flight system it alerts us to danger it alerts us to threat however sometimes our threat response can be a bit too high or way too high and it's going off and going off and going off at things like getting a text from somebody or not getting a text from somebody or having to walk the dog yeah. things like that and yeah. it's difficult to unpack it ourselves and to figure out the the cycle that we're in so the the biggest thing I would be would be to say to reach out to somebody your doctor somebody you trust a therapist on um www.psychologytoday.com that's why I usually send people to and try and get some professional support if that's not something that you can do that's absolutely fine and um, I would say that there's three things that you should probably pay attention to thoughts emotions behavior and this comes from like the cbt model cognitive behavioral therapy mm -hmm. and it's widely used within the nhs to support people who struggle with anxiety but it links together how we think and how we feel and how we act and kind of pieces out the things that we're doing that could keep that negative cycle alive so um, let's say that the dog i'm going to completely make this up right now but it could be so the thought might be I have to go out and walk the dog. I'm going to see somebody I know and they're going to say something to me and I'm not going to be able to answer or I don't have the energy or I'm going to embarrass myself and say the it's going to be thing. awkward. I always say the wrong I'm going thing. to say the wrong thing. That's yeah. it. That's a really common one. I'm going to say the wrong thing. Now, if we're focusing and giving our attention to those thoughts, naturally we're going to feel anxious. Yeah. So now we've got the thoughts going, which are stories, by the way. We've got these stories going and we've got these anxious feelings. So then the behavior naturally is going to be to avoid. Right, okay. To not do it, right? Okay. So to, to, to back out of it because it feels bad and our mind's telling us we should. 
However, that avoidance, that avoidance behavior, which is it, that third part. It just adds to it, right? It creates more of an issue. It. Yeah, I it's like that. fuel to the flame. It's I fuel to the flame. Literally, if we want to stay anxious, then we need to keep avoiding because it reinforces the idea I'm only safe because I didn't go. And it reinforces the idea that, yeah, there could be a time where I say something wrong and it's going to be catastrophic. But if we want to break that cycle, you have two exit points, your thoughts and your behavior. Now, I always say, like, sometimes I I get into my own head when trying to challenge my own thoughts. Like, that's not true. Look for the evidence for and against and all of this kind of thing. And it does work. But sometimes you can't find the evidence. Sometimes... It feels like your thoughts are very, very real. and There's nothing you can do to try and change them. But that doesn't matter. What I always say is your compass point are your values. What's important to you? How do you want to show up? When you've got those clear, so maybe you say, I want to be, and it doesn't mean what you think you can achieve. It's just what you want to achieve. If you're not already achieving it, you might say, I want to present as a confident, disciplined, committed, whatever it is, consistent person. And you just make sure that the behavior, regardless of what your thoughts are telling you, regardless of how you feel inside, because emotions, they are very, very powerful. Mm. They need to be because if they weren't, you wouldn't pay attention to them. And Mm. sometimes you need them because they keep you safe. But regardless of what you're thinking, regardless of how you feel, is the behavior in line with that compass point, that anchor, those values of how Mm. you want to show up. So literally trying to put one foot in front of the other. So for you, going to going out to walk the dog might have been too far, but then you break it down. You say, okay, cool. Can I, let me just walk to the post box at least. Mm. I'm not going to let this story win today. Mm. I don't want to let this story win. So I want to take control of my narrative. I want to take control of my narrative. I want to create a narrative that I want to, and be the version of myself that I aspire to be regardless. And so it's the behavior, I would say. One step at a time, push yourself a little bit, even if your thoughts are telling you not to do it. I might be oversimplifying it and please correct us yeah. if I'm wrong because no. the last thing I'd want to do is give out anything that was like... <laughs> no, go for it. But it feels like almost you've got to fake it a little bit till you Absolutely. make it. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Like to force, you, force your body to do some of the things that your mind's... like your, And let your mind catch up, you know? And yeah. you, honestly, mate, and I, I know some people must be listening to this thing it's just fucking scared to walk that dog. You might But it, it's I'm not... I'm sure less people are than you think, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope so. Well, actually... Don't know because I don't want people to feel the yeah, same as me. Yeah, but yeah. It was like, I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it's, it. A, it's a conflicting one, but yeah, um, I, I feel like well, when I actually get out there and I'm walking them and it's lovely and I see how happy it is and I'm in the yeah. fresh air, I'm like, don't know why I, I worked myself it's up so much. Always the case. We overestimate mm. the threat and we underestimate our ability to cope with it, whatever it is. But we what? don't get to see until we do it. And we doubt ourselves, right? We absolutely, absolutely. doubt ourselves. Is that absolutely. a female thing or is that across the board? No, 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 no. That's across the board. I think maybe females are more comfortable to talk about it because we've That's been given it. the permission to talk about it. To um, have a weakness. To, exactly. To put mm. more than men have. But I would say it's the same across the board, definitely. Honestly, Dr. Makila, I found talking to you in part one so <laughs> interesting. And I, I didn't promise myself I wasn't going to turn this into a therapy session, but I think I sneaked sneak into it a little bit. So I swear you we'll, go, girl. We'll Why talk not? more about you in part two, if that's okay. Oh, that's absolutely fine. Hold up. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.